This is a podcast. Do you know who I hate? Um, I like that you. All, I don't know. I don't I know. think I, I like that you always ask it that way. I think that's that true. I think that you may have to come up with a different way to start it. That's true. Because you're because kind of how setting could you me know? up. Yeah, there's like there's never anything good that I say or that I can say. Or you could each week come up with some like clever answer. I that you have true. at the ready since it's no So I can prepare questions. even more? <laughs> yes. You need to you need to put some hours into the podcast. Oh, that's what I need to do. Okay. Do some prep preparation. So that when work. you set me up to feel like a fool. It reminds me of that sports night episode where uh uh one of the guys went off book and he was like, But why should we care about this? Do you remember that? The mm-hmm. younger one, Josh Charles, they were like talking about the draft or something. Mm-hmm. And they and he was mad about something and he's like, But why should we care about this? And he like was trying to mess with the other guy and get him to kind of freeze up and oh, because they weren't because they reading were like the really prompter right. Or yeah, oh. he just went off on his own thing to try to like mess him up. And... I don't know how I'd ever do the podcast without the teleprompter. Yeah, it's. I appreciate you writing an actual script. Well, um, I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> Here's who I hate this week. This is a podcast. Men who are too into their hair. And what I'm talking about is, uh, I want you to get a haircut, and you know, you walk in, and they're like, "Oh, it'll be five, ten minutes." And so I'm looking at all the other people in the chair, trying to see like who's almost done, you know. And there's this guy, and, and she's like, you know, she goes around, and and he doesn't have much hair to begin with. She goes around with, like the number two or whatever, and then he looks, and he's like, "Oh, well, I want this this longer here, and this a little shorter." Blah blah, like like nitpicking it. And I'm like, why, you know? Why do you care that much? And it wasn't like he's having words shaved into his head. It's just, it's just like, you know, he's very concerned with my hair. When I get my hair cut, I want to be in and out as quick as possible. Yeah. And I sit down, and she does the buzzing thing, and she does the scissors, and she holds the mirror, and I'm like, yeah, fine. She yeah. could have, she could have shaved a swatch ticket in the back of my <laughs> neck. When she holds the mirror up, I'm like, looks great. Let's, let's go. Yeah. I want to get out of here. Interesting. Like, I, I hate it. I hate the like. The Small talk and the, yeah. yeah, the whole process. So I want it to be as quick as possible. And the quicker it is, the more I tip. I would never, I can't imagine like sending it back basically, you know? Right. Like, oh, you know, do this side again or even this sideburn out or I don't even know what the guy's asking her about. He had like one of those chin strappy beards too and I think he was trying to get the hair and the beard in the same length. I don't know. Why would you spend so much time? Well, I kind of embrace that as well in that I have a man to cut my hair. Yeah. It makes it so there's no, like, awkward small talk. That's true. And I don't have to, like, wait for other people and... It could be an aphrodisiac for her. <laughs> Probably. To get my hairs, like, on her as she's cutting them. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And I trust her to do a decent job. Why and- do you have a man? Like, what started it? Was it just to save money, or is she like, hey, I could do this, you know? Yeah, I think she 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 was like, I've done it before, and I think maybe I bought, I, I think maybe I was planning on buzzing my hair one summer, and so I was like, this would be stupid to pay somebody to do this. Right. When, this, I like, for the same amount of money, I could just buy hair clippers and do it myself. Right. And so I think that's how it started, and then it kind of went to her... Trying to, you know, deciding to, or, or asking if she can cut it true. or whatever. And if you don't have the need for scissors, if it's just 
completely. Well, she like, does scissors too. Oh, she does. She she'll she'll buzz it and do like, like the fade on the side and the back and everything. Not like my hair is like so awesome or something. It looks but, good. Thanks. <laughs> and then, but then afterwards, she'll use scissors and cut it too. And so she knows how to do the thing with like the comb and the yeah. She I see. I mean, I, it seems simple enough. Well, it seems like, simple, but you have to know how to make it even, right? Don't you think Rachel could figure it out? Probably. You would, would you not trust her to cut your hair? I guess I would. I mean, see, I don't care about my hair. And I don't like... Well, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't style care. it at all. Well, I don't know? care a ton about it either. And so, it's easier. It's can, more convenient. You don't have to go anywhere. You just True. go in the bathtub. Like, that's how we do it. Sometimes we'll do it outside, but... Um, mm. More often than not, I'm just... Sometimes she'll do it at the, at the state fair. Yeah. <laughs> she'll tie you up. Uh, more often than not, I'll just, like, sit on the edge of the bathtub, and she'll cut my hair, and it'll just go into the bathtub, and we'll clean it up, and boom, 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 super done easily. How often do you get your hair cut? A little less often than I should. Like, I should probably get it cut, like, a week sooner than I do. But I would say once a month, maybe. Okay. I was wondering if it would, if it would be, like, more often or something, because it's so easy. It could be. It's just... Like like you said, I'm so laissez faire about it. Like, I'm so like right. indifferent that I'm like, oh, I, I guess go. it's getting like because I do style a little bit, and like when it gets so long, I'm like, all right, now it's kind of time to do. Do that you put bit. product in your hair? I do. You're a homo. Thanks. <laughs> um, it takes me all of about five seconds. To okay, go, so that, that's appropriate then. Um, do you just like put something in it and walk away, or do you put something in it and then like kind of look in the mirror and then yes. maybe like redo it I, or something? Okay, I put the little product. This is funny. I put the little product, I, I like run it through my hair, um, and I kind of like, I, I have it all come forward first, and then I kind of do it back with my little like tsunami wave. Too soon, sorry. Um, <laughs> Too soon. That I, that I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I This has been an interesting yeah. podcast let, about let hair. Let behind the curtain, people. Yeah. Um, That's so how yeah. we look this good for yeah. podcasting. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's nice. I like I like not having to go somewhere. And, yeah. That would I be mean, key. Not the, really, the, the idle small talk. Mm-hmm. Is... Well, and like, I maybe it's just because I go to the Natoma's Great Clips and not a salon, but the small talk is always so like... White trashy, mm-hmm. like or just like. like did poor, you see the latest Real Housewives know? of Atlanta? Kind no, of no, like. Well, I went in, so I was getting my hair cut for something. I think. Oh, I think we were going to a funeral, and I needed to get cleaned up. But I didn't want to say that, so she's like, "Oh, what are you doing this weekend?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm going to a wedding." And the girl like immediately was like, "Oh, wedding, free booze!" And I'm like, "Yeah, awesome," you know. Yeah. I mean, which I look forward to. I was but like, I, in reality, you are thinking that it's awesome. You like, just don't want to... You know, or yeah. I get the one, she's like, you know, they always ask you, like, what your plans are for the weekend. And I'm like, you know, I don't have any plans. What, what, what am to I... come back here and murder you. I'm That's going right. clubbing. Yeah. So, and then they'll be like, well, you know, uh, some friends of mine wanted to do something, but I didn't really have the money. I'm like, ugh, I'm going to tip you. You don't need to, like, bleed it out. Like, don't worry, you know? <laughs> I don't need to hear the sob story. I remember stuff. a place I went to in San Diego. It was like in Claremont Mesa area, and there one of the the uh, ladies there was like this super ripped bodybuilder looking woman. And every time I was like, "Please don't let me get her! Please don't let me get her! Please don't let me get her!" Because <laughs> she could break your neck while seriously she's like turning it. Like she yeah. pulls my hair to cut, and like it comes off in chunks. She or she just pulls your head off your neck. Exactly. Yeah. So, kind of terrifying. Did you hook up with her? Twice. <laughs> you know, once I had a good one 
when I went by my parents' house on Arden, and the lady was nice, and she was going to Portugal, and we talked about that, and mm-hmm. she recommended a restaurant that in Sonoma that Rachel and I went to. I think it's like in Portugal, does And yeah, so that turned hmm. out good. Maybe I should always go get my haircut in the old country. Hmm. The old just, country of Carmichael. Yeah, country? maybe it's just like the Natomas one is kind of ghetto. I've never thought that Natomas was more ghetto than other areas, but you may be on to something. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> um, all right, I want to tell you a little something about how I spent my morning. Today. Please do. As I was uh, getting up this morning and thinking, I'm podcasting later today and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> nice. Um, I was pleased that I had this experience in... in uh, Partly for, I mean, for other reasons, but partly to have something to talk about that. Okay. Um, so, I think I've mentioned before that we're going to the uh, Pres- the Big Brick Presbyterian Church. Yes. And today it was what was called Go Day. Is that like Presbyterian Christmas? <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell you a single thing about, like, what makes Presbyterians different than Lutherans or Methodists or any of that stuff. Like, I bet they're I good spellers, because that's a hard word to yeah, spell. that's true. Lutheran is is phonetic, you know? Okay. Episcopalians, I bet, can spell Ooh, well, yeah. too. Yeah. Jews, no need for spelling. <laughs> um, so anyway, Go Day is like this community service day. Mm. And so you can sign up. There was supposed to be, like... Uh, 400 people that were doing all from that same parish. Yeah. Wow. Um, all doing various projects. So, um, the one we got signed up for were like some of them, they do, uh, they'll go to like old folks homes. And it's funny, a few weeks ago they were showing like, uh, pictures from last year's Uh and Gammy was on one of the pictures. Like they (laughs) had gone and they were like playing bingo at the old people. Gammy was there all glammed up and stuff. It's hilarious. (laughs) I don't um, think Gammy glams up. I think that's Gammy. That's that may be true. I just imagine first thing yeah. in the morning, every morning, it's like, yeah. gotta put on my I was hair. Like, oh my god, Gammy! I have to be a part of this. Um, so wait, so you said they assigned you to them? Well, I guess I don't know if they we got assigned or if Amanda signed us up oh, for okay. something. But there was a lot of different ones because so I like, want to choose my own. Otherwise, yeah, you, get, you know, right. You well, get something really crappy. Well, some of them were like, um, you could volunteer a person's house. And, like, have them kind of fix it up and stuff. And, and we actually thought about doing our neighbor. You know, the mm-hmm. guy next door who's, mm-hmm. like, really sick and never takes care of his house or anything. But he's, like, super prideful. And, like, Amanda kind of had to Tom Sawyer him into letting her, like, rake her rake his leaves and mow his lawn and stuff like that. You know what I mean by that? Like, no. In the book Tom Sawyer where he has to paint the white fence and... Um, he doesn't want to do it, and so as people are walking by, they're like, oh, it sucks you have to paint that fence. He's like, oh, no, I'm having so much fun. This is so great. And they're like, well, let me try it. He's like, no way, I'm going to paint this fence. And they're like, oh, I'll give you this if you let me paint the fence. And so he basically gets all these people to like give him things to do the job for him. Well, so she was like, she was saying, oh, well, you have all these leaves on your front yard, and I really need that kind of stuff for my... Uh, composting, oh, and so if you let me take your leaves, then I'll also, you know, do this for you. So, like, you're doing me a favor kind of thing. So, anyway, like, if I, because I asked him before to mow his lawn, if, you know, that I was like, I'm already out here, it would right. it'd be my pleasure. Like, there's huge lawns. Right. And he's like, no, no, it's fine, I can do it. So, I think he hates me, but whatever. So, anyway, um, there are those projects. 
We did um, a cleanup for the American River Parkway area. Oh. So I'm like, all right, so we're going to do like a stretch of the parkway and walk down the path, you know, the bike trail and all that stuff. And Well, we find out that when we get there and we find out that they're like, oh, well, a lot of the parkway seems to be pretty clean. So we're going to meet at Rio Americano High School and also clean up the campus there. Uh-huh. Now, how do you think I'd respond to that? Hell no. Why? Crosstown Rivals. Exactly. I hate Rio Americano. Yeah. And I hadn't really, I mean, it had never really come well, up. Well, and how dirty is the Rio Americano campus? Well, pretty dirty. Uh, at one point... People dropped their Mercedes keychains and things? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain. We, we started out, and uh, I, I, was, I was trying to tell Amanda how I felt about it, because we'd never really talked about Rio all that much. So she didn't understand, like, how much I hate Rio. Well, she went to, like, Bible schools, right? They probably didn't really have rivals. Right. right. They probably turned the other cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. We did not do that. Right. Um, but I was telling her, yeah, about Rio and, you know, whatnot. And maybe there are people that listen to this podcast that spent some time in Rio. Did Josh Samber go to Rio for a brief period of time? Or did he, he move by then? I couldn't answer that. I don't know. Anyway. Um... Also, my brother went to Rio, so there's that kind of natural rivalry as well. Anyway, um, and as we were driving, I was like, Raiders? I was like, that's where Nini lives. I love that she was like a block from Rio and didn't go there. That's great. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, didn't her brother go there, though? Probably. Getting sidetracked. Yeah. So we go there, and they're like, uh, they were telling us, oh, yeah, you know, you can clean up this area of the school or this area. And I was like, honey, let's just go out to the parkway and, like, see how, if we can pick stuff up out there. Because I'd rather not pick up stuff around Rio if possible. So we spent maybe an hour and a half, like, walking up and down the parkway and going, like, in the areas where there might be homeless people that have, like, left stuff, you know, to pick up trash. Um, But nearby where, like, you know how Rio's right up against the Mm -hmm. levee there and everything? And So we went on the other side of that, and there was, like, all these... Uh, cigarette butts, and at one point Amanda found this bottle that had very clearly been turned into a bong. Huh, nice. So I was like, that seems pretty consistent with my understanding of Rio Americana students. Right. Um, so we we spent a while doing that, and there was the like horse parkway mm-hmm. there too, and I was like, I bet it's clean because my mom has come out here, because she's on the American River Horse Patrol or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to walk my dog on the horse path. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, yeah... I'm sure Sue's got it taken care of. That's why there isn't very much stuff. So that we didn't find a whole lot in that area. But then we came back and we kind of did the perimeter of the school. And there was a bunch of stuff. Like I found an old bike tire and all this Wait, Like stuff. just in the soccer field or like? No, it was like um, the the south side that, that bordered the... Uh, there was like a, a parking lot in the back. Mm-hmm. And then the, the pathway... That came from the very front of the school along the western perimeter okay. of the school. Like borders houses over there right, and stuff. Right, right. So there's all these bushes there between the houses and the school. And that was where we got a lot of stuff. Hmm. So, And it always seemed to be like there'd be a trash can and a bunch of crap in the bushes and on the ground around the trash can. Like, I wonder if maybe the trash cans get full and then like the wind blows stuff around. Are you trying to defend not, Rio Americana students? I'm not, but I think that happens in our neighborhood sometimes on garbage this, day. This was the problem for me at first because I was like, I feel like 
I grew up kind of hating the idea of these Rio Americana, like, smug people. Right. And they're just like, they're, I'm going to throw my trash on the ground because someone else is going to pick it up. And I'm, like, reinforcing that by being the one to pick it up. And I know that's not the spirit of the thing, and I'm supposed to be doing community service and everything, but for a little while I was like, this is really difficult for me because I feel like I'm furthering this mentality that I'm so against. Yeah. So here's how I helped combat it. Uh Uh-oh. I started to act as if they wanted the trash there. Oh, you Tom Sawyer yourself. And by picking it up... I was doing what they didn't want me to do. They want their school to look trashy and stuff. Right. And I'm preventing them from getting what they want. Good job, Ben. Thank you. I was really worried for a second the story was going to take a dark turn. <laughs> like what? Like you, I don't know, dropped a deuce somewhere oh. or something. Sadly, I did that at my school. <laughs> Not, uh, but I was going to say, it's true. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, it's true. Yeah. It <laughs> is unfortunate that it turned out that way. Maybe Marilyn. But that was more it. that was more of a necessity than anything. Right. If you recall, I also did a UC Santa Cruz. I do recall. I would hope that those stories would always deal with necessity and not just yes, spite, boredom, or spite. Ah, uh, spites. Yeah, not a bad reason sometimes. Right. For that kind of. Also, I was a lot younger when I yeah. did those things. I'm surprised at how much you still feel the Rio rivalry. I kind of was too, because I don't. I mean, I don't ever think about them. I don't think if if I was in in the in your position, I don't think I would have been that like strong about it. I would have been like, oh, this is ironic, but you know, whatever. I think if I was picking, if I was at El Camino, it would be different. I really is Rio's really the one that. Also, I I feel like if you're going to pick up trash somewhere on a nicer campus, you know, a nicer school, nicer neighborhood, that's probably the place to do it, right? Why? Well, if you were picking up trash at, you know, Florin High School, it's probably all, I don't know, crack pipes and, and, yeah, guns and things. And at Rio, it's probably just picking up kids' parents' money and cocaine. Yeah, but I, I I really felt like, and not that I'm doing it to get appreciation or anything, but... I feel like they would come to school on Monday and not even really recognize that things were different. Oh, yeah. Whereas maybe at other schools they might. Now, maybe that's totally not true because they're all teenagers anyway. And right. they're all so self-absorbed that it probably wouldn't matter. But So there was 400 people? Not all there, but oh. like at various projects. Okay. Like at our project, there's maybe 20. That's pretty impressive, though. Yeah. It, does, does Rio know? That you did this? Or did they just come in Monday they, and they're they, like, hey, where's no, that old bike tire? No, I think tire? that they contacted somebody at the school hmm. to ask if it was okay. Right. Like, Rio's going to be like, oh, no, we don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. please don't <laughs> beautify our school at all. So you did that this morning? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're a productive member of society. Thank you. And then I came home and I started writing down what I was going to talk about for the podcast. And I came up with that and something else. It made me think about... Um, How, like, if I had to do community service at various things at, in, in the Sacramento area, that's like one of the least things that I would want to do is (laughs) helping out Rio Americana. Really though? Still, again, I'm sticking with my, my, even though, yes, it was our high school rival. I mean, unless it's, it's, unless it's, I I was telling Amanda, it's like, I feel like I'm cleaning up at the Giants baseball stadium. Mm. You know? Don't they pay people to do this? Yeah. Um, like, 
Unless I'm afraid of being stabbed or something, I probably I would have rather done it like in Cena in high school. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm wouldn't afraid. you be afraid of being stabbed? Yeah, maybe. All right, you should be. Okay. Actually, I was talking about that with Amanda this morning. I was saying how I don't know how it came up, but I was like, I really don't want to ever get stabbed. <laughs> and she was saying that I've done That's a good true. job so far of avoiding getting stabbed, and I really hope that that continues. Yeah, it seems unpleasant. You think getting stabbed is worse than getting shot? That's a good question. Well, I mean, stabbed is bad, right? Because you have a blade, like, cutting your internal organs. Yeah. But then I guess a bullet does too? Well, it stays in there and you have to extract it. Whereas, I mean, it depends on how clean the stab wound is. And is it just one stabbing? But I I feel like if you take a bullet in the shoulder and it comes out, like, you're fine. Yeah. That's that's pretty much just a band-aid, right? Uh, yeah, it depends on the location and the severity of the wound. Yeah. This is actually kind of a good lead-in, because I have some options this week for Pick Your Poison. Oh, my favorite. Yes. I know how you like uh, having to pick amongst terrible, terrible things. Being poisoned? Yeah. Speaking of being poisoned, okay. last night we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm. It's a good movie, huh? I for a second you were going to say Kingdom of the Crystal yeah, School, and please. I was like, what no. the hell is that? We're not real kids. <laughs> Uh, I probably haven't so seen that. Did you, did you enjoy the Molaram Sudaram part? I most enjoyed the uh, So Long, so long Shay, yes. and I thought of you. Oh, um, I should have put that. It's uh, Next week is Teacher Appreciation Week, and so the PTA is, like, did this whole thing with our staff room, and they're like giving out like Oscar award type things. And so they asked us all our favorite movie quote and our favorite movie. I totally should have put So Long, Shay. What did you pick? You, I kind of stole yours. I picked the wrong week to start. Nice. I wanted to think of a yeah. really, I kind of wanted to think of a more obscure one. You know, I didn't want to pick like, may the force be with you or no. something, yeah. you know, kind of one liner like that. I actually wanted to come up with a more lengthy one. Like I thought about the one from, I really like the one from zero effect where he says, where um, Ben Stiller says, there aren't evil guys and innocent guys. It's just, a bunch of guys. <laughs> like, be a good one. Yeah, I like that one. But in the end, I went with airplane. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong, right. as we proved. Um, I thought about putting the. Uh, I take it like I. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I take my coffee. No, like no I cream. Coffee. I like it black, like my bed. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I thought that might be not so good. Temple of Doom holds up well. It's the. Until where do you, recently, where do you rank it? The, you rank it third yeah. of four, correct? Right. Yeah. But, um, and for that reason, I hadn't watched it, like, since I was really young, you know? I mean, I've seen the other two a lot, but but that one I just haven't watched because it's like, oh, it's gross with the bugs and, you know. What's the weakest link of that movie? Mm, Probably the the girl. Kate Capshaw? Yeah. Really? Uh, Doesn't she have a man's name in it? Willie. Yeah. Um, You know who I hated in that movie? Don't say short round. Oh, hell no. Okay, good. The the little kid prince. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I know you're supposed to hate him, but right. he really bugged the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, it, it held up surprisingly well, though. It wasn't That's as good. bad as I remembered. And But in the opening, you know, when he's in the Shanghai uh-huh. club, and he drinks the champagne, and then the guy's laughing, and he has a little blue vial, and he's like, you know, what's that? He says, the antidote to the poison you just drank. 
And then, then he suddenly he starts getting all like wobbly, but he can still fight everyone and stuff. And then he takes this, this drinks this blue thing. and He's fine. Is is poison real? This is what I'm getting to. Is poison really? I mean, I know like there's rat poison, and if you eat it, you know, maybe I'm asking: Are antidotes real? Mm. Or is the only way to to combat poisoning is to have your stomach pumped or, or you know, do something? Could there well, really just be an antidote that you drink and now you're fine? I think the bigger problem with that scene is, why is the guy showing him the antidote? If you really want to poison a guy, <laughs> right. don't be like, hey, there's an antidote. Say, hey, you're screwed. Well, he wants There him, is no antidote that exists. You're going to die. He wants him to trade. So he gives him a diamond for this statue or whatever. And then he wants him to give the diamond back. So he's like, you just he wants drank to have the, both. He wants to like trade the, the antidote for the diamond, I guess. Although... To your point, if you poison her and he dies, can't you just reach just in his pocket it, yeah, and take exactly. the diamond? I don't know. Yeah. That would create nothing nice for, the, for the movie. Those movies are great. And I was watching one of the things on the DVD, the behind the scenes, and it talks about Spielberg and George Lucas and, you know, Jaws and Star Wars and Deanna Jones. And, I mean, they made these excellent movies. And one of the producers is saying, like, oh, I read the script for, for Raiders. And I was like, this is a great movie. I have to produce this. Um... And I can't imagine any movie recently where someone read the script and went, oh, this is a great movie. You know? I feel like there was a time and there was a creative force and things weren't so high-techy. You didn't have to, do like... Think, do you think it's the, the special effects that have gotten in the way of storytelling? Yes. Because now to sell tickets, I feel like you have to, you know, there has to be some gimmick about all the blue people are CGI'd or, or you know, whatever. Or Nicolas Cage is a... Skeleton on fire, riding a motorcycle, or you know, there has to be some gimmick. And you know what's you know what are good movies, and I mean they're adaptations of books, but relatively recent and are good action movies. Harry Potter, the Bourne movies. Okay, those are. Good. I don't think I've seen them all. Really, they're good. I mean the 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 background story is okay, but like the action's good. It's clever. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fun action movie. I feel like I can go to a Bourne movie and be pretty can pretty confident that I'm not going to be disappointed. That's good. I need to see the rest of but, it. But, but it's nothing like Indiana Jones. Are, right. Well, lately. If you well, look at right. the last one of each, for sure. But. Yeah. Or the Oceans movies, maybe. I mean, those aren't really action as much, but... I did enjoy those. They're but those enjoyable. are kind of a throwback, too. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones is really good. And I like the concept. They, like... Batman series? The the old Saturday afternoon something. It sounds like you'd go to the movies once a week and it'd be like 10 or 15 minute clip, you know, and it would end with some kind of cliffhanger you should come back and that was their inspiration. Just let's take those and, and make a movie out of them and stuff. Right. Anyways. It's great. It is. So let me pick some poisons and then hopefully you'll okay. have the antidote. Uh, the first one is inspired by our current federal government issues. Okay. Um, how would you do with the budget? Oh, okay. You didn't I thought I was going to have to decide if I wanted to have an abortion. Or... Uh, that's coming up. Or be a Latina Supreme Court judge. Um, so I was thinking about the how there would be you know government services that would be shut down or whatever. And these aren't ones that were necessarily on the block. But I was thinking, if we had to eliminate mm-hmm. one of the following services... Which one could you most deal with losing? Okay. I guess that's how it would work. 
the fire department, mm-hmm. the police department, mm-hmm. or the Department of Transportation, which would include shutting down of airports and buses and, like, road construction and things like that. Are we talking about, like, permanently eliminated or they're shut down for a month or some, some period of time until Let's the budget say comes back? They're shut down for six months. Six months. Ooh. Huh. That's tough. At first I had fire department, police department, post office. And I know you like the post office. I love, well, I love getting mail. Right. But I felt like post office was too easy of a choice in that case. Yeah, probably. Because I mean, I get all my Amazon You can still do FedEx. That's true. You know. UPS, that kind of stuff. So. Oh, that's that's a good point, too. Because I do know you like getting stuff in the mail, I but do. you can use those services to, to do it instead. So I wonder, are there any private industry things that could Well, I mean, if it, was, if it was for longer, if it was for like a year, there might be certain private industry things that would take over some of No, I mean, things. of fire, police, and transportation. Well... I mean, there might be some that arose out of necessity. I feel like if you if you say the police department, then you know everything goes to chaos or something. I mean, of these three, the only one I really use is transportation, but the other two are like you know an insurance policy it, right. that you have. Right. You know, I mean, I don't plan on lighting a bunch of candles and going to sleep, but if something if happens, Rachel did. <laughs> I would want the fire department. And to. yeah, I mean, if there was no fire department and your house caught on fire. You're pretty screwed. Yeah, however, um, and I don't know the statistics on this, but if your house catches fire and you call the fire department, are they, I mean, there's still going to be damage. That's and you shouldn't have to replace things anyway. I mean, I guess they prevent it from spreading to other well, houses. Like, yeah, or, right. like if your neighbor's house catches on fire or something. Ugh. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> um Provided there's a fire department to come hose down my side. Exactly. Oh, that's tough. I mean, I don't feel like you can cut the police department because then people just go nuts. And I mean, especially here in Natomas. Especially here in Natomas. Hey, I live in nice <laughs> Natomas. You do. Um, I mean, like we have an alarm on the house, but I think that only works because if it goes off, then they know, call the police department. The police department. It's not just <laughs> the noise. Um, but no airports, I mean, no new roads or, you know, no fixed potholes. Yeah, I could deal with that for six months. But no airports. I really like to travel. Well, and imagine what that would do to the highways. Yes. Like, if no one was able to fly anywhere, I would think that would... So be more people on the roads. Yeah. yeah. Maybe gas prices would even go further up because there's more demand or something. Probably. Um... I might have to pick fire. Initially, I, I thought pick I would too. pick roads, you know, the transportation, but I think I would pick fire because it's such a gamble. And like I said, even when they respond to something, you still got to rebuild and replace. So take this into consideration. What if your what if your cat gets stuck in the tree? <gasps> <laughs> well, luckily here in in New Natomas, the trees aren't very tall. <laughs> what would all the mustached men do, Jacob, if there was no fire department? Hang out in gay bars? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd get rid of the fire department, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll go... We'll start 
They have to fall back on their stripping careers. <laughs> we'll start uh, more simple and we'll go to the more uh, difficult as okay. we go on. Um, I was inspired, actually, on my way over here by a couple of people to write this one. Hmm. You have to permanently uh, utilize one of these accessories. Okay. Always keeping your cell phone on your hip. Like in a holster? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God, I hate those people. (laughs) I'm glad to hear you say that. (laughs) Uh, Always having your Bluetooth in your ear. Oh, I hate those people, too. (laughs) I hope the third one holds up. Or always wearing flip-up sunglasses. <laughs> like Dwayne Wayne? <laughs> like the baseball players who like flip them down when they have to look up in the sun, but then flip it up otherwise. But like, but al- also, yes, like Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> always like indoors and everything? Yes. Oh, God. Um, I'm really glad you're not one of the people who's okay with wearing the phone in the hip, really. Because like, some people are like, yeah, I'm cool with that. No. And maybe you will choose that, but... but I think it's kind it's of... just so douchebaggy looking. It really is. Like you're the Wyatt Earp of answering a call. <laughs> exactly. I bet I can answer it faster than you. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I carry my phone in my pocket. Right. What's What's the point? I mean, men's pants have pockets. So what's the point of the holster? Unless you're a woman wearing really tight pants. Which sometimes you are. Sometimes I wish I was. <laughs> Uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to put it in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. Or if, and if you're a woman wearing tight pants, you've probably got a purse. Mm. And then you can carry it there. Um, and the people with the, with the Bluetooth, God, last weekend we played golf and these two guys in front of us were so slow and the guy, and he wasn't even talking on the phone, but the guy's just walking around wearing a Bluetooth. And I was thinking to myself... Does he get up in the morning and puts on his watch and his wallet in his pocket and his Bluetooth in his ear? He must. And, like, goes about his day? I mean, I thought people just put those in the car or something. Yeah, I don't get it. I I understand it in the car. I think it's fine in the car. Right. Once you're walking around and there's other people, come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. It's... Will and I have this thing we do when we're walking around at work and you see people on their phone. Uh... Where we just make fun of them by going, buy, buy, sell, sell. Like they're high-powered stockbrokers. And it cracks us up. Anyway. All right. Which would I permanently want to do? It's not going to be Bluetooth ear because I think that just gives people cancer too. In addition to be douchebaggy. I'd rather give my thigh cancer by having (laughs) it in my pocket. Well, and that's the other thing. If you're like, oh, cell phone causes cancer. I don't want to have it up against my nuts in my pocket. Well, like a holster, so you've got a thin layer of cotton in between you. It's not going to do anything. Nut cancer. <laughs> that is not something I would enjoy. No. But flip sunglasses. I mean, the cell <laughs> holster. Ugh. And then what? If you get a new phone, you have to get a new one? Like a different shaped phone? Possibly. Hmm. Plus, I don't trust them, the ones that I've seen, because it's not like a gun holster is like a pouch that the gun goes in. Right, it like these clicks are like, in and out yeah, or something. Yeah, like, so if you lean to the side or something, yeah, it's gonna, like, how does the phone not just fall out? Exactly. Really would not be good for my jazzercising. No. <laughs> or my riding Top Gun at Great America, <laughs> which I frequently do. But the flip sunglasses are so stupid. <laughs> True. Um, God... Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go sell holster, Yeah, because 
it's less visible than the flip sunglasses. And maybe I would get some, like, cooler looking one. Like, it actually looks like a gun holster? Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, an attachment on the bottom of your phone that looks like a gun, like, handle? Yeah. So you pull it out and it looks like you're packing heat? Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, that's not bad. I'm always going to wear a white shirt and a skinny black tie, and they'll think I'm a hardcore Mormon. Okay. I don't see how you couldn't think that. No. All right, next, you're going to be on a reality show. Oh, no. And in this reality show, you're going to live for six months. Okay. Where... And then I die? Are you going... <laughs> Possibly. Okay. Where... Which of these places are you going to live? Okay. Wait, so am I going to be on an established reality show? No, it's a new reality show. It's, so it's just me... It's called... In a location. Fish Out of Water. Okay. Clever title. Thank you. <laughs> Are you going to live in a ghetto community? Mm-hmm. Maybe like Watts? Maybe like... In the projects? <laughs> okay. Are you going to live in the African bush? <laughs> okay. Or are you going to live in prison? Oh. Oh, well... Uh, I assume it's not like a white-collar prison. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we're talking ass rape prison. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, cross that one off. I would appreciate the the leisure time to get my GED and lift weights, but I think that the potential for uh, forcible rape takes that one off the list. And I think the odds are that you would be the receiver more than the giver. I don't even want to think about I don't want to think about the logistics. (laughs) I don't really either. What if it's a Filipino prison and I'm huge or something, you know? (laughs) And they're all doing the uh, thriller dance as the... Yeah, I'm not going to pick prison. No, you can't pick prison. If it was just recreational rape, maybe. But the forcible (laughs) is what what cancels the sun. It's up to you whether it's consensual or not. I'm down to ghetto community or African bush. African bush, I assume, is, like, in a tent with no running water. Uh, yeah, there's, you know. It's like camping, and yeah. ghetto community is in the projects where I Do you remember the movie Training that? Day? Yeah. Like that kind of thing where where he tells Ethan Hawke, like, you don't want to go in here if I'm not in here. Right. Right. Oh, okay. On the African bush, am I, like... With some sort of tribe, or I'm just out on my own? No, I mean, you're living in a village with a tribe, but you're having to learn the language and eat whatever it is they eat. Oh, yeah, good point. Hmm. You're not really close to hospitals? I guess I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to pick the ghetto community. Wow. Well, I'm not an outdoorsman. No, you're not. And then the eating, like I said, we watched Temple of Doom. Yes, like, and they get that plate yeah. with like the paste that he has to lick off his fingers right. and there's flies. I, yeah, I couldn't do that. Maybe I could go to prison and then like on my first day just stab a guard and maybe I'll get solitary. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That wouldn't be bad. But, but then I think you'd be in there more than six months. That's uh, true. <laughs> And, like, it's a risk. Like, what if you don't? What if you stab the guard everyone hates? And they're like, oh, well. <laughs> now we're doubly going to rape Back you. to the showers with you. <laughs> like, oh, no. Talk about your all-time backfires. Ghetto community. I guess. I'm proud of you. Maybe they'll be scared off by my cell holster. <laughs> Probably. 
Okay. Don't fuck with um, that guy. He's got an iPhone. Two more. One, you have to have one of these as your job. Okay. N- option one. Dog fighting trainer. Okay. Like I'm a trainer to gym, but on my off time I fight dogs? What? Or I train dogs to fight. You train dogs to fight. Okay. Yes. Uh, number two, you are someone who, in your own personal home, manufactures and sells GHB or roofies. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and option three, you are a black market abortion doctor. <laughs> Where you perform illegal and highly dangerous surgeries. Right. In the the, the back of my van. Yes, of the gynecological variety. Of the abortive variety. Okay. All of these have some measure of illegality to them. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the unifying theme. Well, that's what I wanted to And you're not really going to... Be proud of any of these things. You know, no, brag to be no, I'm not. Them. Is is the roofies manufacturing? Is that illegal? Or I'm pretty sure. Am I just making a drug that then someone is using for illegal purposes? I'm pretty sure it's illegal in all of its forms. I don't know, though. I mean, I'm not date raping the person. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> I wish. Um. I can't be the black market abortionist. Okay. A, because I don't know how to abort. And yet you know how to make GHB? Well, that's... I think it's... I think it's... I feel like that's more following some instruct... Following a recipe, really. Like, like cooking. Um, but also, I don't like surgery or hospitals. Not that this would be really either, but, you know, blood and things. Okay. I don't want to be the abortionist. Yeah, it's... Um, though I appreciate what they do. You know, you know what's funny? Um, did you read... Nothing's Fre- funnier than abortion. Did you read Freakonomics? Yes. So you, you, do you remember the thing about, uh, how abort, how they cited abortion as the reason for, uh... Lower crime rates. Lower crime rates. Yes. We watched the Freakonomics movie a few nights There's ago. There's a movie? There's a movie. It, it basically takes most of the things from the book and, you know, turns it into a film form. Uh, but I thought that was really interesting, that mm-hmm. whole idea of, like, all these people who had potentially, were potentially going to be criminals were, never existed. Right. It is a good theory, theory or hypothesis, um, but aren't abor- are abortions expensive? I mean, like, if I'm some... Not if they go to you, black market <laughs> abortion doctor. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm some like welfare mom who gets knocked up, am I really going to go get can, an abortion? I, I think they can do. Is that an option I think for they me? Can do isn't that like Planned Parenthood okay. Okay. clinic thing? Well, that was my like question that? because if it was like some sort of elective thing that was like ten thousand dollars, then I was like, well, they, those people wouldn't have done it anyway. Right. But if right. yeah, I, yeah, I guess if they go to a clinic and whatever. Anyways. Uh, so you're either a dog fighting trainer or you're a roofies. I'm sort of leaning towards roofies. Yeah, I figured you would be. <laughs> I mean, you love dogs. I do love dogs. 
And the idea, like, what would be involved in being a dogfighting trainer, I think, would include, like, having to put them down. You know, like, you'd be seeing di- dogs dying. And it's regularly. not like some cute yellow labs are fighting. It's, it's like, ugly, <laughs> you know, dogs. Would it be and... better if they were cute level yellow labs fighting? Wouldn't that make it harder? Like, uh, if... Cute yellow labs don't fight. Well, that's the... <laughs> they love. <laughs> so you'd be, like, the least successful dogfighting trainer ever. That's... That's true. But see, that wouldn't be good, because you'd put your dogs out there, and they'd all get mangled oh, immediately yeah, by, like, see? these horrible... When I showed up at the <laughs> with Puerto your... Rican bodega at 3 a.m. to <laughs> fight my dogs... You're like, here's Marley! Come on, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No good. I'm gonna manufacture some roofies from the well, comforts of my own home. Well... Uh, frat boys around the country will thank you. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't consider that. The clientele... <laughs> Because like you said I'm manufacturing and selling them. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, I think you have to. You have. You can't be like completely up in your ivory roofies tower. You know, I do. You have I would, to kind of be on the. I would replace the front door with one of those doors where you like you can just open the top half, and I just sit there, you know, with my little roofie stand. <laughs> have a little sign. Lemonade. Uh, a little sign like Lucy. In, yeah. Uh, roofies five cents. <laughs> the roofies manufacturer is in. I, but but of course I would call them forget me now. So. Yes, <laughs> that works too. Um, okay, final one. <laughs> you have to undergo a surgery. Oh, are you going to get a black market abortion? <laughs> have a penile extension? No need. <laughs> it's not out of need. Okay. Are you going to have a bone marrow transplant? Okay. In which your bone marrow is removed and replaced with other bone marrow. In case you didn't know what transplant meant. Right, okay. Or are you going to have complete dental reconstruction, Mm. where all of your teeth are removed and replaced with fake teeth? Yikes. Um, alright. Let's talk. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do the penile extension. (laughs) I don't see any need for surgical... Tools for scalpels to in be in that general area. area. Well, I think it, it would involve like some kind of cut being made, probably, and then having to put something in between the part that is removed. Right. You know, right, and right, the, right, right. that's right. no, no. And again, I'm a satisfied customer. Okay, so <laughs> me with too. What I've got, I know you are. <laughs> um, bone marrow transplant. So. I've heard I, in doing my research. I've heard that that is one of the most painful. Oh, it's painful. Yeah. See, I thought maybe you're knocked out and just in a hospital for a few weeks and with morphine. Because I mean, you think about your bones. Yeah, and they have to like remove what's inside your bones right. and replace. Why it. Why do That's, they ever have to do that? It like I think you can have cancer in your bone marrow, mm. or, or you can have like some kind of degenerative bone marrow issues. And then the dental recon. They're going to rip out all your teeth. Pull out my teeth and give me fake teeth. Yeah. Now, are these like dentures or like built-in fake teeth? I would let you choose. Okay. Because I think the worst part is obviously going to be the pulling out of the teeth. Right, but I assume I'm not doing this in a black market dentist. True. So I'm going to have anesthetic. True. Ooh, the gas. I've never had the gas. Ooh, I've had the gas. <laughs> I know you. I've lived with you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Because I, I, I literally meant that I have had the nitrous the oxide gas. before, but then I realized that you were talking about you've had the laughing gas and the gas. Mongolian barbecue gas. <laughs> um, 
Chisel Fizzle also works. Yeah. Oh, right. That was our code <laughs> word. Um, I might go with the dental one. If the bone marrow is super painful. The dental one... You, you know, like I said, I'd be anesthetized. Good spelling. Well done. Um, And then if I got, I wouldn't want dentures, but if I just had like built in fake teeth. Wooden, maybe. (laughs) Like George Washington. (laughs) Um, It wouldn't be that bad, right? I mean, it's not like your teeth have to be a part of you. (laughs) Question mark. You sure you're reading the teleprompter correctly, Jim? <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the dental. Okay. I assume, yeah, they're like, they're going to be good looking teeth. It's like some... Not as good looking as your current teeth. Some old guy died and you have all these like, big yellow teeth yeah. they put in your mouth. They're, they're old pirate teeth. Some British person, God forbid. <laughs> you know, I think if you were, uh, if you were the Ruby's manufacturer, you'd probably be... I think these things worked well together. Mm-hmm. One, if you're the Rufy's manufacturer, you're probably going to be pretty popular in your ghetto community. <laughs> probably. You also have your gun cell holster. Right, for protection will... and making sales. Exactly. <laughs> you can have a gun pager on your other side, so it looks <laughs> yes. like that's a double holster. Um, well, I'm a drug dealer. And I think, I think being a Rufy's manufacturer, you can probably get more of that nitrous oxide that you... Encountered in your dental reconstruction. Obviously, I've surgery. got some some black market connections. That's true. And I mean, my winning smile will look good on my billboards for Jacob's House of Roofies. <laughs> and if uh, the Roofies manufacturing goes awry and there's an accident or something, no fire department, so all the evidence will just burn. Well, there you go. In the ghetto. I don't think the fire department responds to <laughs> calls from the projects anyway. So when you chose to get a community, you kind of were choosing fire department. That's why, if I'm thinking correctly, when you drive down Broadway and there's like projects, I think they're all brick. They are all brick. Because no fire department. Yeah. Hmm. We're learning. We're, <laughs> we're making the world better <laughs> with roofies. That's my company slogan. Or at least forgetting how horrible it is. Right. Thanks to the roofies, yeah. Every night I would just roofie myself and I'd forget <laughs> about my life. And I'd get a little action from, from my own roofied self. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah, All right. Well, I think you've done a uh, remarkable job. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the antidote to these poisons. Ooh, nicely done. All right. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Amen.